Good morning, and welcome to Overeaters Anonymous, a Vision for You Big Book Study. My name is Janice M., and I'm a grateful, recovered, compulsive overeater. Today is Tuesday. It's August the 15th, and this is the 10 a.m. Eastern Time meeting. And we are reading from the big book on Chapter 6 into action, and we're going to begin on page 83, the last paragraph, if we are painstaking about this phase of our development, and we're going to read and comment only on six sentences, ending with that feeling of uselessness and self-pity. Uh, will um, the, the sorry, the feeling of uselessness and self-pity will disappear, and the remainder will be done on Wednesday. Okay, uh, Melissa K. will be reading the 12 steps, I believe. Uh, the 12 traditions will be Libby E. Sherry K.B. will be our first reader, and then John K. Now, this year, I have two share IDs for you. For yesterday, which was Monday, 8-14-2017, for the 10 a.m. Eastern Time meeting is 10,000. 307. That's 10307. And today's 7 a.m. Eastern Time meeting, which is August the 15th, will be is 10309. That's 10309. The OA preamble over Eaters Anonymous is a fellowship of individuals who, through shared experience, strength, and hope, are recovering from compulsive overeating. We welcome everyone who wants to stop eating compulsively. There are no dues or fees for members. We are self self we are self supporting through our own contributions, neither soliciting nor accepting outside donations. OA is not affiliated with any public or private organization, political movement, ideology or religious doctrine. We take no position on outside issues. Our primary purpose is to abstain from compulsive eating and compulsive food behaviors and to carry the message of recovery through the 12 steps of OA to those who still suffer. Our sole purpose, OA's fifth tradition states, each group has but one primary purpose, to carry its message to the compulsive overeater who still suffers. At a vision of for you big book study, our message is that people who suffer from compulsive overeating can recover through abstinence in the practice of the 12 steps and 12 traditions of Overeaters Anonymous. I will now ask Melissa Kay to please read the 12 steps. Good morning. May I be heard? Yes. Good morning. This is Melissa C.K., Grateful, Recovering, Compulsive Overeater in Chattanooga, Tennessee. The 12 steps. We admitted, number one, we admitted we were powerless over food, that our lives had become unmanageable. Two, came to believe that a power greater than ourselves could restore us to sanity. Three, made a decision to turn our will and our lives over to the care of God as we understood him. Four, made a searching and fearless moral inventory of ourselves. 
five, admitted to God, to ourselves, and to another human being the exact nature of our wrongs. Six, we're entirely ready to have God remove all these defects of character. Seven, humbly asked him to remove our shortcomings. Eight, made a list of all persons we had harmed and became willing to make amends to them all. Nine, made direct amends to such people wherever possible, except when to do so would injure them or others. Ten, continued to take personal inventory, and when we were wrong, promptly admitted it. Eleven, sought through prayer and meditation to improve our conscious contact with God as we understood him, praying only for knowledge of his will for us and the power to carry that out. And 12, having had a spiritual awakening as the result of these steps, we tried to carry this message to compulsive overeaters and to practice these principles in all our affairs. And thanks for this opportunity to do service, Janice. And thank you so much, Melissa C.K. I will now ask Libby E. to please read the 12 Traditions. Thank you, Janice. Good morning. I'm Libby E., compulsive eater in New York. The 12 Traditions. One, our common welfare should come first. Recovery depends upon OA unity. Two, for our group purpose, there is but one ultimate authority, a loving God as he may express himself in our group conscience. Our leaders are but trusted servants. They do not govern. Three, the only requirement for OA membership is a desire to stop eating compulsively. Four, each group should be autonomous except in matters affecting other groups or OA as a whole. Five, each group has but one primary purpose, to carry its message to the compulsive overeater who still suffers. Six, an OA group will never endorse, finance, or lend the OA name to any related facility or outside enterprise, lest problems of money, property, and prestige divert us from our primary purpose. Seven, every OA group ought to be fully self-supporting, declining outside contributions. Eight, Overeaters Anonymous should remain forever non-professional, but our service centers may employ special workers. Nine, OA as such ought never be organized, but we may create service boards or committees directly responsible to those they serve. Ten, Overeaters Anonymous has no opinion on outside issues, hence the OA name ought never be drawn into public controversy. 11. Our public relations policy is based on attraction rather than promotion. We need always maintain personal anonymity at the level of press, radio, films, television, and other public media of communication. And 12. Anonymity is the spiritual foundation of all these traditions, ever reminding us to place principles before personalities. Thank you, and I pass. And thank you so much, Libby E. How our meeting works here, our meeting focuses on the directions for recovery described in the Big Book of Alcoholics Anonymous. We read a paragraph or two from the literature, then stop and share on what was read. Anyone can share, but we ask that you keep your sharing to the topic and literature we are discussing, and that you keep your share to approximately three minutes. Singleness of purpose reminds us to identify as compulsive overeaters only. Our abstinence requirement for moderators is one year, and for readers is six months. 
There is no abstinence requirement for sharing on topic. This meeting does request that your sharing be directly linked to what was read. We're sharing what the directions in the big book mean to us. To share, please press star 1 to unmute. Once you're done sharing, let us know by saying pass, then press star 1 to mute your phone. In order to have a quiet meeting, everyone's phone except the speakers should be muted. Okay, today we're we're continuing our reading from the big book and we're beginning on page 83. And it starts with, begins with, if we are painstaking about this phase of our development, we're going to read and comment on six sentences only, okay, which ends with that feeling of uselessness and self-pity will disappear. And I would like to ask Sherry KB to please begin reading for us. Good morning, Janice. Good morning, everybody. This is Sherry KB in Northern California, grateful, recovered, compulsive reader. Thank you so much for your service. Um, Can you hear me? Yes. Can you hear me, Janice? I can hear you. Can you hear me? Yes. (laughs) Thank you. Good. (laughs) If we are painstaking about this phase of our development, we will be amazed before we're halfway through. We're going to know a new freedom and a new happiness. We will not regret the past, nor wish to shut the door on it. We will comprehend the word serenity, and we will know peace. No matter how far down the scale we have gone, we will see how our experience can benefit others. That feeling of uselessness and self-pity will disappear. Um, Okay, so I'm going to put myself on a timer. Um, It was interesting to kind of stop in the middle of it, because I remember coming in and hearing... This, these promises from day one when I walked in the doors of OA and um, I had memorized them and that's about all I did for many years was memorize them. Um, it didn't, didn't work the steps. Um, it took me a long time to get into the steps and work them and to get these promises. So what I'd like to start with is the definition of painstaking which means um, it means careful expending, showing, or involving great care and effort, taking pains to pay close attention to details, meticulous. Um, So it's telling me that I have to, if I have gone through all the way through, the halfway through step nine, that I am going to know a new freedom and a new happiness, and um, that I won't regret the past, nor wish to shut the door on it. And what that means to me is that I'm able to share my past with someone else, that my past is an asset in order to help somebody else uh, through this process. And um, and my the experience of that will benefit other people um, of my past. And that uselessness and self-pity will disappear. Um, and that is amazing to me because the whole idea to me, of of this work is to become useful. Um, That's the purpose for me. And that self-pity, what a a gift that self-pity will disappear because, boy, was I the queen of self-pity. And when I think of serenity, you know, the definition of serenity is calm, peaceful, untroubled. And I've always been told that peace, you know, that serenity is peace in the storm, uh, during the storm, not after the storm. And so um, I just know that since I've been doing the steps and uh, working these steps, the promises are coming true for me. And uh, 
I have noticed, even with the chaos that goes on in my life in, in the present moment, um, I notice this calmness that I have and the serenity that I have and the peace that I have. And just the feeling that, you know, whenever um, I know now what to do, if I start feeling, even going into self-pity, I know to go get useful and help somebody else, and it totally takes me out of the rabbit hole. And I'm just so grateful for these promises because uh, they are coming true and uh, continue to come true as I continue to work these steps. And and I'm so grateful for my higher power. And... um, and the promises I thought when it says when we're halfway through, um, I thought that meant through step six. <laughs> and it means through halfway through the ninth steps, uh, the ninth uh, when we do our amends. And um, I'm just so grateful um, for, for these promises. And with that, I pass. Thank you. Oh, and thank you so much, Sherry KB. Okay, who would like to begin commenting on the first six sentences? Carrie S. John C. Car- Carrie S. S as in Sam? Correct. Oh, good. John K. Okay. Anybody else? Kathleen O. Kathleen O. Next. Ashley P. Ashley. Ashley P. And one more I'll take for this group. Anybody else? Maureen C. Lauren? Maureen C. Maureen, okay, I got it now. Maureen C. Let's start off. Carrie S., please. Good morning. This is Carrie S., gratefully recovered in Golden, Colorado. And I'm just um, so fired up this morning. Um, Just want to speak directly to the newcomer that if we, no matter how far down the scale I went, I, I begin to see how my experience can benefit others. And um, I'm just really fired up this morning because we um, we had a member um, lose her life last this weekend, and this disease is fatal. This disease will take our lives, and um, I, so I just want to hone in on that that feeling of uselessness and self pity. It'll disappear, but I have to be painstaking. I loved that our reader told us that it's this we have this laborious effort. I have to make. I have to pay attention to achieve that my desired outcome is this spiritual awakening. And I didn't understand that when I first came into program because I was in that mental fog of food. I had that mental twist. I was in, I had that amnesia that we talk about and it took, you know, so much of the effort to do this program. It's, it is amazing. We will be amazed before we're halfway through and I just want to look at page 124, the parallel here about my dark past. Is if I cling to the thought in God's hand, the dark past is the greatest possession I have, the key to life and happiness for others. And with it, I can avert death and misery for them. And so I just have so much humility and, um, for, and just this disease, it, it's fatal. And so for the newcomer, just keep coming back. uh, Your attitude will change because I know from experience mine has, and I'm just grateful, so grateful to be here. And with that, I'll keep coming back. Thanks. And thank you so much, Carrie S. Okay, John, Kay, it's your turn. Okay, good morning, Janice. Thanks for your service and everybody. uh, My name is John Kiernan, recovered compulsive overeater in Los Angeles. Um, 
it's interesting, you know, I went and pulled out, I had this uh, tucked away in the back of my big book. Uh, there's a little chart somebody made up a long time ago. Maybe some of you folks have seen it where they, they put the bedevilments from page 52 on one side and the promises uh, on the other and show how these promises were things that were you know, given to us. In other words, the bedevilments, it says we had trouble with personal relationships and over on the promises side, they lose interest in selfish things, self-seeking was away. Uh, we, we couldn't control our emotional natures. Then it becomes we comprehend the word serenity, well, no peace. We were prey to misery and depression. Our whole attitude and outlook upon life changed. We couldn't make a living, followed by fear of people and economics. Insecurity will leave us, et cetera, et cetera. And I just love that because it, it says here we, la we laid out the problem, and now we've laid out the solution. And it's, it's very you know, easy to see. And, uh, you know, this is obviously, it's one of my favorite parts of the big book. I think mainly because it gives, it gives hope, you know, it gives hope for a better way of living, which was so important to me because when I came in, I think most of us, we read this long before we actually got to step nine. And wow, this is what, you know, this is what I'm, I want. And this is what they're promising me at the end of this. And of course, you know, to get there, I had to do all the work, as you just said. And, uh, and even then, I think most of us don't get all of these on a daily basis because we're still human. Uh, we want to mind you, but you know, again, I have to be reminded that all these things in the big book are ideals, and uh, any given day, you know, our humanness creeps back in. And in some ways, I find this, these promises—you know—they come before the ten-step promises, which focus more on what we're promised concerning the substance, you know, the food. And I remember in the beginning thinking, gee, it seems like it's backwards. But then I really began to understand as we moved through the steps. Uh, I mean, I moved through steps. I realized that without getting the promises mentioned here, I would be on the slow slide back into the food. I mean, who wouldn't want to get back in the food if their life was full of fear, if they were unhappy, if they weren't making a living, if they were afraid of misery and depression? Um, and, you know, that's to me, it's, it's about having a new way of life that makes us go, why would I want to? go back and do all those harmful, self-destructive things I was doing. And, um, you know, as to what it's read today, I think most of these have come true for me. I'll just talk about myself. But for the most part, I do know serenity of these. And, you know, it isn't always just a matter of it being a gift, uh, but some of it is about making choices that will lead to a serene life, of making a choice of I choose my serenity and my peace over other things, you know, the a wonderful example of the program slogan, do you, do you want to be right or do you want to be happy? I will definitely move toward being happy and, or in some cases, take choices that will, you know, maybe I won't make as much money, but I'll have a better life, that kind of thing. Uh, where it talks about our whole outlook upon life, that has definitely changed for me. For me, and, and I think a lot of other people, our outlook about life was shaped by our family of origin and my family of origin. Uh, it was a highly negative one, a highly suspicious one. You know, they, I don't know. I, I think it's a change. I tend to want to see things in a positive okay. light. I'll wrap up to see people and their motivation in a positive light, you know. And when it is real quick, fear of financial insecurity, that changed. I've been working for myself for a long time, and I know things are going to be all right. I think that's what the underlying promise is. Everything's going to be all right as long as as the, my little unspoken end of this promise is if I get the hell out of the way of life. Anyway, with that, I pass. 
Okay, thank you, John Kay. I just want to remind, um, just a gentle reminder, we're just commenting um, on the first six sentences in, in this meeting. I know we like to go on, but um, and it ends with that usefulness and self-pity will disappear. And tomorrow we'll begin again on the continuing. So Ashley P., Kathleen, Kathleen O., it's your turn. Thank you. Thank you, Janice. Good morning. This is Kathleen O., gratefully recovered in California. So that feeling of uselessness and self-pity will disappear. I know when I came in to um, this program, I was full of self-pity, and I did feel pretty useless, and I was overweight. And um, to hear these promises, you know, they, they I heard them in the first meeting. I heard them every meeting after. And um, <clears throat> and to, you know, why wouldn't I stay? <laughs> it's like, I, you know, yeah, let's get rid of the self-pity and the uselessness. And, you know, I used to think that... Janice, Hello? can you hear me? I don't yes, know what that was. That was my, my crazy headphone. Sorry, I apologize. Oh. <laughs> okay, no <laughs> worries, no worries. <laughs> um, okay, so that's about how my head felt when I came into program. That self-pity and uselessness. And, um, you know, so, and, and I used to think, um, you know, oh, these these are really cool promises. And and after I did the steps, um, and you know, I got through step nine, it's like all these did start to come true. And and you know, even today, sometimes people will say to me um, in in meetings, you know, well, how come these promises aren't coming true? I've been doing this a long time. And I said, well, have you ever worked the steps? No. Well, you got to work the steps to get these promises. And um, you know, being painstaking, I needed to take the effort, and I needed to be vigorous and take great care and be thorough in in you know these steps that I was working and I really was amazed before I was halfway through and that new freedom and new happiness to me what that was was um, I had I had a, a freedom and happiness that I had never had before before freedom and happiness was something that would occasionally happen um, you know physically um, and to be able to have this freedom and happiness that I was getting emotionally and spiritually that was huge, and it was something I'd never had before. And so, you know, all I need to do is I just need to keep working these steps. Um, you know, just like I take a shower in the morning to stay clean, I need to have entire abstinence to, you know, stay in a normal body weight every day, and I need to work these steps every day to have that emotional and spiritual freedom and happiness. And I pass. Thank you. And thank you, Kathleen O. Okay, Ashley P., it's your turn. Uh, hi, this is. I heard this is. I don't know if we lost you if, uh, or if I'm the one. Can anyone hear me? Yes, I can hear you, Janice. Okay, thanks, Mel. Yes. Okay, perhaps she will come back. <laughs> you know, the technology. Come, uh, Maureen C., are you available? Janice, it's Ashley. Oh, good. Here you are. <laughs> yes, I am. Good. Go ahead, Ashley. Um, hi, this is Ashley T. Recovered in Northern California. Um, so I just wanted to welcome all the newcomers and um, thank everybody for their service and um, also offer my condolences um, about 
uh, a previous share. And um, wow, getting to hear the promises. <laughs> that's that's why I came into this program. Well, I, I came into this program to, to stop eating, but um, then I began to realize how important the promises were. So um, to the newcomers um, or to anybody who's struggling or hurting or not struggling or hurting, um, this is it. Uh, this is why we're here. And I love this paragraph because I need to be reminded that um, it's talking to me too. For a lot of the time that I was first in the program, um, I thought I was the one person that um, this program couldn't work for, that the promises couldn't apply to, um, that I was bodily and mentally different from my fellows and, and that I, I was basically hopeless. And um, I realize now that that's, that was my self-pity talking um, and that was my resentment over the pain that I had felt in my life, um, getting the better of me and robbing me of my ability to, to really do the work, um, have enough faith to do the work. Um, and today, not only um, have I gained neutrality around the food, but more important than anything is what these promises say. I, I stopped regretting the past. Um, I don't want to shut the door on it anymore. And, and I felt useful. Um, when I think about my depression and um, what was so very painful to me in my life, um, I, I realized that it was that to, to me, everything existed in a vacuum. I didn't feel like anything that I went through had a point um, and I didn't feel like I could be helpful to anybody else. And so that feeling of uselessness, I think just really, really corroded my soul. Um, so every time I, I hear this and, and I'm promised that this, that feeling of uselessness and self-pity um, will slip away, like that is just so so meaningful to me um, because today I can help others because I hurt and because I suffered and um, I can see I can see a, a point to all of this and so it's not that you know the difficulties and, and pains of life stop but it's um, it's my ability through these steps to get closer to my higher power and, and to use my experience as I go through my life and, and those difficulties to help other people. Um, so I'm just so profoundly grateful uh, to this program. And with that, I pass. Thanks, Janice. And thank you, Ashley P. Okay, Maureen C., it's your turn. Hi, I'm Maureen I'm from Meffert, New Jersey. And when I read this statement, if we are painstaking about this phase of our development, we will be amazed before we are halfway through. Um, no matter how painstaking I wanted to be, I was painstaking with all the diets I was on, um, I, you know, and getting down to a, a, a goal weight and then um, going, you know, it all coming back on again and the hum, humiliation and the shame that came along with that. Um, to me, like, I feel what's missing there is, you know, that it is only by God's grace and God's will 
that I've been abstinent for 22 years, 10 months, two weeks, and some days, and and able to maintain over a 60-pound-plus weight loss. I was over 200 pounds, and there was no stopping. And so I am very amazed um, every day, you know, when I ask for God's help. I'm amazed at all the things that happen, and I often think about what I was like before and what I'm like now. And when I read about we are going to know a new freedom and a new happiness, and to realize what I was like and waking up and thinking about how much money I had and how much binge food I could get with that money and, um, you know, uh, you know, going to a restaurant and analyzing the menu to see what would yield the most food for the, you know, for the bang for the buck. And that's not how I am today. I get up, I, I weigh and measure, I, I weigh and measure my food. I, you know, um, um, you know, sugar, flour, free, and, you know, I look back, I don't regret the past, um, it, it's made me who I am today, God, you know, brought me to my knees so that I could know this newfound freedom and happiness, and um, I don't regret the past, and I, I don't shut the door on it, because I need to keep it green, and I want the newcomer to know that there there is a solution, and it really does work, I was a really bad case, and didn't think that it would work for me, and it did. So I just want to say, you know, thank you for all being here and for all your sharing, and that's it. Yes. Okay. I'm sorry for the distractions. It's not me this time. However, just a friendly reminder, please, after, before you want to speak, just keep keep a star one. Sometimes we forget to do it, so it's distracting when somebody's talking. Okay, we're ready for another group to comment on the first Charles sentences. H. Oh, I hear Charles H. Let's go, Charles. Dorita P. Dorita P. Devorah S. Oh, Devorah. Carrie H. Devorah S. Oh, Reggie O. What, what, did you say Terry H.? Yes, yes, oh, ma'am. Oh, Terry H. And uh, whom else? Reggie Dorita. O. Kathy Joe. Okay, Reggie O. And Kat and. Um, Kathy, Kathy Joe P. Kathy Joe P. Okay, let's go with those six and we'll. Charles, Charles H., please go ahead. It's your turn. Thank you, Janet, Sam, for your service, your loyal, gracious service. Charles H., a recovered compulsive overeater. Hmm, these promises are so beautiful where passion meets humility. That feeling of uselessness and self pity will disappear. Um. Wow, just 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 amazing stuff, right? It's like, like, like I don't feel any self pity today, and 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 I I don't need to be validated or accepted because those things made me abort abort my vision. Man, you know I gotta I gotta challenge myself. Am I cracking open this text with with people and study and painstakingly doing this? Because if I'm not. Then, then I will, I will feel the self pity coming back. I will feel that I'm not, and without any expectations, you know, I'm working with somebody that keep picking up, and I'm like, you know what? We keep, if you keep trying, we're gonna keep going back to the doubts opinion because I need you, because I am you. <laughs> I'm no better than you, no less than you. I'm not your doormat, and I'm not holier than thou. This program, I'm a slave to these steps, and when I say I'm a slave, I mean I study them. Every moment that I can, even at work, you know, I'm right now hiding 
under the camera so I can get 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 this 10 a.m. and oh man, it's so great because this meeting has 7 a.m. tendencies. I love it. We should be jumping like fish out of the barrel to get on this line to share this solution and share these promises painstakingly and take people through this book. Don't drop them on the head after they will work for us and we materialize because if we don't learn this skill set, how are we going to do it every day? Thank you, God. Thank you, God, for vision for you. Thank you, God, for the AA Big Book, and thank you, God, for this vision of practicing these principles in all my affairs. And with that, I pass. Thank you, Janice. And thank you for you, Charles. Okay, Dorito, please go ahead. Thank you, Janice. This is Dorita P. from Cleveland. I'm a grateful, um, uh, recovered, compulsive overeater. Yes, um, painstaking. Painstaking means um, done with or employing great care and thoroughness. Yes, so I try to do that to the best of my ability, um, uh, in taking the steps and, uh, for new people, <clears throat> excuse me, the first thing I had to do is to ask for help. I had to ask someone for help. I asked uh, someone to sponsor me and she took me through these, uh, 12 steps. Um, and I led uh Sunday or shared my story or sp- spoke Sunday and, you know, speaking is, um, in a way, speaking uh, is one of the things I love to do. You know, I love sharing uh, what God has done for me uh, or to me. Um, and I say it's not my story. It's God's story that happened to me. And I'm just really grateful for this program. And, you know, this first promise, you know, we will be amazed. You know, most people don't count that in one of the promises, but this first part, we will be amazed before we are halfway through. And I was amazed. And I came to Overeaters Anonymous just to lose weight. You know, I didn't think about anything else. I just wanted to lose weight. And um, so God uh, took 100 pounds from me, and I'm at a normal weight. You know, uh, that's kind of like the byproduct of working the steps, Uh but it was it was the uh, product or byproduct that I was looking for, you know. Um, but all this other stuff ha- stuff happened. You know, we're going to know a new freedom and a new happiness. You know, I was just thinking what came to mind was, you know, how I could say that I'm not going to eat cake at the birthday party and actually not eat it. You know, before I would tell myself I'm not going to eat chocolate, but you know, an hour later, I found myself eating it. So I can trust myself today. Um, we uh, we will not regret the past, nor wish to shut the door on it. Yeah, um, I, I don't regret the past. You know, like a, a, a previous year, you know, our, our past is going to be our greatest asset. And I used to um, think that my, um, that compulsive overeating was a curse. You know, but now it's my greatest asset because I can help people. You know, um, I can help people with food problems. And I'm just really grateful for this program because it saved my life. Um, You know, it saved my life and it gave me a life. And with that, I'll pass. Thank you. 
And thank you so much, Dorita P. It's your turn, Devora. Devora S. And thank you so much, Janice, and everyone on the line making this meeting possible. My name is Devora S. from New Jersey, and I'm a recovered compulsive overeater. So this is the beginning of the promises. And, you know, I have to say that I was promised so many things in my life, you know, when I was overweight and eating and binging and not being able to stop. And, you know, my father, from as being a young girl, I was promised, you know, a dollar a pound. Uh, my mother offered me a brand new wardrobe. And as I got older, it was, you know, uh, the guys, you know, a certain uh, a husband, you know, it's going to be promised to me if I get in a thin body, then I'm going to get that particular husband. And, and, you know, just so many promises and lies that I told myself, um, you know, if only I can get this thing under control, if only I can manage the food. And, you know, it took me a very long time to really, you know, um, you know, I got into program and thank God, you know, I started working a program and, you know, you know, and of course, you know, I was introduced to these pages because it gives you a lot of hope. Um, but, you know, when I, you know, I sat down in a thin body and blah, 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 the whole thing. And that's great. But you know what? I wasn't painstaking about this phase of my development. I wasn't, I wasn't, you know, I, I, it was difficult. I didn't know how to continue, although I did do a fourth step and I did a fifth step. But like, how do I, how do I forge forward? How do I keep it up? And it was only coming here to these meetings and hearing all of you out there and what you do and sharing your experience, strength, and hope that gave me that push that, and, and, and having a fellowship of people that really are doing the same stuff really gave me the 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 um the ability you know and the willingness to forge forward and you know I'm so grateful and you know these promises have and we are coming true for me I don't regret the past or wish to just shut the door on it I feel that whatever I went through in the past it was it was it was there so that I can help other people um you know God doesn't do nothing with anything without a purpose so whatever difficulties that I had, it's for me to learn from. Well, whatever I'm going through now, it's for me to get closer to him and to help another person and with who might have that difficulty sometimes, you know, down the road. Who knows? Um, we're going to know a new freedom and a new happiness. Yes. And, you know, I'm not carrying the, the world on my shoulders today, right? I, I surrendered my life and my will over to my higher power and, you know, let him take care of it for me. You know, he's, he's doing a great job. I don't have to do it. So that is very, very freeing for me. And um, and I have peace today. You know, I have peace of mind today. And, you know, so grateful. No matter how far down the scale we have gone, we will, know, we will be able to share our experience. We will see how our experience can benefit others. And you know, each time I take on a new sponsee, I too can share my experience and give them hope. And that gives them hope. Or I go to a meeting and I, I share, you know, you know, how I work a certain step. That gives hope to the newcomer okay. and to the people in the meeting. And really grateful that uh, we're here and we could do it together. Thank you. I'll pass. And thank you, Devorah S. Okay, Terry H., good morning. It's your turn. 
Hi, thanks. My name is Terry H. I'm a recovered compulsive overeater in North Carolina. Very grateful today. Um, we're going to know a new freedom and a new happiness. This has, is so true for me. Um, as a recovered woman today, you know, there, I can giggle. I can laugh. I can cry. Um, I, I have the freedom to get upset and have my feelings, you know, and just there's opportunities of happiness. And I, I can't ever imagine that in my disease. Um, I'm so grateful for that today. You know, will we not regret the past nor wish to shut the door on it? You know, my past, I wanted to close, bury, and kick away into the abyss. I didn't want that yuck anymore. I didn't want to be part of that. I wanted to separate myself from that. But today I realize, you know, I don't want to bury the past. Those, experience that, those experiences that I've had all through my life are part of me. They're not who I am, but they are part of me. And today I can seek God's direction and my higher power's direction and how I can use that to be of maximum service. You know, you know, when I go out and I lay in my hammock and I can feel the breeze on my face and I'm in communication with God on how to be today, you know, how do you want me to be today? You know, he gives me many opportunities, you know, and I am so grateful for those opportunities that it gives me each day to, you know, um, work with other people. Um, it says here, we will intuitively, intuitively know how to handle situations which used to baffle us. You know, by working these steps and learning the tools of recovery and putting, in, putting them into practice every day, you know, and having a spiritual um, experience with my higher power. Last night, a couple of days ago, my partner um, had a conversation with me that would have, in the past, in my disease, have put me in isolation, withdraw, run away, um, binge, purge, restrict, you know, all those things that I used to use. But in that moment when my partner was sharing those things, I intuitively knew that I needed to be present, I needed to be open, I needed to um, participate. And that's my work today. And, you know, I am so grateful that my higher power was working with me in that situation because, I would not have ever been able to do that. And, you know, I practice these principles every day in my life, these tools, the, the steps. And it's not easy. It takes action. It takes work. But, you know, it's well worth it to me. These promises are coming true. There's a peace in my heart with my higher power today that I have never had or I've never felt in my life. And I am so very grateful for that. And, you know, to the newcomer, just keep at it and, um, you know, keep working it because it works if you work it. Thanks. I pass. And thank you, um, Terry H. Okay, Reggio, please, it's your turn. Hi, Janice. Can you hear me? I can. <clears throat> Great. Thank you so much for your service this morning and everybody that's on the line. Um, this is Reggie. Oh, I'm very grateful to recovered in <clears throat> the Los Angeles area. And, you know, I, it just – paying attention and listening to everybody that shared this morning and that happens every day. It's like, you know, I, the gratitude I hear in the sincerity with which I hear people speak is just so touching and so moving. It's like, you know, where, where else would I rather be, you know, no place than in this study and in this path. 
Uh, I, I too, as several people have said, uh, when I first came into OA, this was something that was read. Um, this was something that was read at, at least one, maybe two of the meetings, you know, at the beginning as well. And the other thing that was read from the big book was how it works. That first page, rarely have we seen a person fail. And, you know, when I heard these st- when I heard these promises, it was like, you know, it was like, hmm, so that's that's really interesting, you know. I was at a point where I didn't really want serenity. I thought that, you know, <laughs> I thought serenity was boring. Peace was probably boring, you know. I, I needed more. I don't know what I thought I needed more of, but uh, I, I didn't connect. And, and, you know, as I went through, as I went through the, uh, you know, continuing, it was, um, uh I started to get it, but you know, listening here, the way that we do this, I've never, I've never experienced the way that we've done this before. We we will be amazed before we are halfway through. If I if I take, you know, and it is about being painstaking, taking great care, and being thorough uh, from the doctor's opinion forward to here. You know, that's that's what is halfway through is from the doctor's opinion forward. Uh, step one, halfway through step nine, and. Um, not regretting the past, uh, that's really huge. Not regretting the past is, is very huge for me. Uh, being, uh, feeling of, uh, having the feeling of uselessness and self-pity disappear. Uh, I came to realize when I was first coming back into vision last summer that I had, that I actually had quite a bit of self-pity and I hadn't recognized it before. Um, I don't have that any longer, you know, and the, I'm running into, running into, you know, things that might trip me up uh, or things that might have looked like uh, really real challenges and why is this happening before. I now have a tendency to look at this, you know, and I had that we had an opportunity last night, you know, it's, okay, what is the opportunity here? What is the opportunity here? Not what's going wrong, you know, but what's the opportunity here? Because everything is always an opportunity to grow. I never thought that, you know, I didn't feel that way before. Um, and, you know, the idea of being of service for the longest time that I was in program, um, I've had two, two lives in program, and, and uh, for the longest time that I was in, pro, in the OA program, I, I didn't feel like I had, I was full enough to actually be in service. And now I find, you know, that service is, I get, it is one of the greatest joys, you know, uh, that I get to be of service, you know, in every area of my life, not only on this phone meeting, but I'm just, you know, so absolutely grateful to have, uh, to have, to have this path, you know, a solution to all my problems so that I can be of service and be who God created me to be in this world and uh, be one among my fellows here. So uh, really grateful for all of you and uh, for this program, and I'll pass with that. Yes, and thank you, Reggio. Okay, Kathy Jo P., it's your turn. This is Kathy Jo P., a recovered compulsive overeater in Minneapolis, Minnesota. Can I be heard? You can. Great. So started getting on these meetings a little over a year ago. It was in June. And a year ago in August, I called one of you fellows, and I was distraught, and I was upset. And I was telling her all the reasons I was upset, which included hitting a car in the parking lot at my daughter's birthday party. And she interrupted me, and she said, Kathy Joe, Kathy Joe. Can I invite you, when you call people and make your outreach calls, rather than 
telling them right away everything wrong, what if you were to say, hello, my name is Kathy Joe. What promise is working in your life today, and how is it working? And that was very impacting for me because before you knew it, by the time I hung up with her, I listened to her talk about how a promise was working in her life. And her promise was, um, um, where is it? We shall, we will comprehend the word serenity and we will know peace. And I no longer think I'm a person who calls people and dumps my bunk and tells people everyone I'm mad about, everything I'm mad about, everyone I'm mad about. I don't do that anymore. And when I do make a call about something I am not happy about, my goal is to turn it around and to get back into focusing on the promises and focusing on the solution and being of service. And that is a huge miracle. Yes, I am down 103 pounds, but the biggest miracle is that I no longer am showing up wanting to focus right away on everything wrong. Instead, I am starting to see these promises more and more, and I want to share them and hear yours. So give me a call today, and please let me know how the promises are working in your life. And with that, I'll pass. Jennison, star one. I better go back to school. All right. We are going to close this part of the meeting right now, but uh, we will stay open for sponsors available, so stay tuned for newcomers, et cetera. Um, but we're going to close with the reading from the big book on page 164, followed by the serenity prayer. John Kay, would you please read A Vision for You? Our book is meant to be suggestive only. I certainly will, Janice. Our book is meant to be suggestive only. We realize we know only a little. God will constantly disclose more to you and to us. Ask him in your morning meditation what you can do each day for the man who is still sick. The answers will come if your own house is in order. But obviously you cannot transmit something you haven't gotten. See to it that your relationship with him is right and great events will come to pass for you and countless others. This is the great fact for us. Abandon yourself to God as you understand God. Admit your faults to him and to your fellows. Clear away the wreckage of your past. Give freely of what you find and join us. You, we shall be with you in the fellowship of the Spirit and you will surely meet some of us as you trudge the road of happy destiny. May God bless you and keep you.